Hey, this is Dan from the Braille House with Transformation Radio. One, two, three, four. Stepping 
out the door Following my love through the darkest night And when the path gets narrow I follow him March 27th. And now as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, our text today will be from the book of Luke chapter 7, beginning at verse 36. We'll go through chapter 8 and verse 3. We'll see that she could not hide. The sinful woman trusted Christ, and he saved her. Now she wanted to express her love to him. You know, true faith cannot be hidden. And true faith shows itself in love and worship. Simon the Pharisee was blind. He could not even see himself, the Lord, or the woman. He was an empty shell. He had no idea the debt that he owed. As we move into Luke chapter 8, we'll be reading about a multitude hearing him. Jesus was not impressed by the crowds that followed him, for he knew the spiritual condition of their hearts. The parable of the sower helps us examine our hearts to see how we respond to the word. But it's not enough to hear the word. We must also obey it and trust it when the time of testing comes. And of course, the time of testing will surely come. What parallels do we find in scripture with the Israelites of the uh, biblical days and our country today? Ron Mel, in his book, Right With God, He says, when God says, heed my word, 
we need to remember that He has watched countless people walk across this planet. He has watched the pain and trouble that have come from every violation of His commands. How could a loving God do less than warn us? How could He do less than set His protective fences down across the landscape of our lives and urge us to walk safely within them? The Ten Commandments are those fences to keep us safe. Back in Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 19, the word says, If you forget the Lord your God and follow other gods, worshiping and bowing down to them, you will certainly be destroyed. We may think God exists to bless America. We, of course, are familiar with the song, God Bless America. The bumper stickers that say, God Bless America. Our president always finishes speeches, well, very often anyway, with God Bless America. We may think God exists to bless America, but according to Scripture, according to the one who has watched countries and nations and kingdoms rise and fall, America exists to bless God. Perhaps we should have a bumper sticker that we would circulate that would say, not God bless America, but America bless God. Well, with that, let's begin our reading today here in the New Testament. March 27th, Luke chapter 7, verse 36, through chapter 8, verse 3. One of the Pharisees asked Jesus to come to his home for a meal. So Jesus accepted the invitation and sat down to eat. A certain immoral woman heard he was there and brought a beautiful jar filled with expensive perfume. Then she knelt behind him at his feet, weeping. Her tears fell on his feet, and she wiped them off with her hair. Then she kept kissing his feet and putting perfume on them. When the Pharisee, who was the host, saw what was happening and who the woman was, he said to himself, This proves that Jesus is no prophet. If God had really sent him, he would know what kind of woman is touching him. She's a sinner. Then Jesus spoke up and answered his thoughts. Simon, he said to the Pharisee, I have something to say to you. All right, teacher, Simon replied. Go ahead. Then Jesus told him this story. A man loaned money to two people, five hundred pieces of silver to one and fifty pieces to the other. But neither of them could repay him, so he kindly forgave them both, canceling their debts. Who do you suppose loved him more after that? Simon answered, I suppose the one for whom he canceled the larger debt. That's right, Jesus said. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, Look at this woman kneeling here. When I entered your home, you didn't offer me water to wash the dust from my feet, but she has washed them with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You didn't give me a kiss of greeting, but she has kissed my feet again and again from the time I first came in. You neglected the courtesy of olive oil to anoint my head, but she has anointed my feet with rare perfume. I tell you, her sins, and they are many, have been forgiven. So she has shown me much love. But a person who is forgiven little shows only little love. Then Jesus said to the woman, Your sins are forgiven. The men at the table said among themselves, Who does this man think he is, going around forgiving sins? And Jesus said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Not long afterward, Jesus began a tour of the nearby cities and villages to announce the good news concerning the kingdom of God. 
he took his twelve disciples with him, along with some women he had healed and from whom he had cast out evil spirits. Among them were Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons, Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's business manager, Susanna, and many others who were contributing from their own resources to support Jesus and his disciples.
Psalm 69, verses 1 through 18. Psalm 69 begins with sinking, but ends with singing. It goes from prayer to praise, from reproach to rejoicing, because David poured out his heart to the Lord. Listen, no matter how painful your situation may be, tell God exactly how you feel. Go to God and don't try to put on religious airs. And this is a messianic psalm. Out of David's sufferings, the Lord revealed his son. One purpose God has in allowing his people to suffer is that they might become more like Jesus Christ. And that makes it worth it all. In attacking King David, the enemy is also rebelling against God and inviting their own judgment. It's easy to bear reproach because we want to be accepted and approved by others. But in the battle against sin, God's soldiers are often falsely accused and lied about. When this happens to you, remember that it also happened to David, and it also happened to Jesus. You're in good company. A.B. Simpson said, I would rather play with forked lightning or take in my hand living wires with their fiery current than speak a reckless word against any servant of Christ or idly repeat the slanderous darts which thousands of Christians are hurling on others to the hurt of their own souls and bodies. Psalm chapter 69, verses 1 through 18. For the choir director, a psalm of David, to be sung to the tune, Lilies. Save me, O God, for the floodwaters are up to my neck. Deeper and deeper I sink into the mire. I can't find a foothold to stand on. I am in deep water, and the floods overwhelm me. I am exhausted from crying for help. My throat is parched and dry. My eyes are swollen with weeping, waiting for my God to help me. Those who hate me without cause are more numerous than the hairs on my head. These enemies who seek to destroy me are doing so without cause. They attack me with lies, demanding that I give back what I didn't steal. Oh, God! You know how foolish I am. My sins cannot be hidden from you. Don't let those who trust in you stumble because of me. O Sovereign Lord Almighty, don't let me cause them to be humiliated, O God of Israel, for I am mocked and shamed for your sake. Humiliation is written all over my face. Even my own brothers pretend they don't know me. They treat me like a stranger. Passion for your house burns within me, so those who insult you are also insulting me. When I weep and fast before the Lord, they scoff at me. When I dress in sackcloth to show sorrow, they make fun of me. I am the favorite topic of town gossip, and all the drunkards sing about me. But I keep right on praying to you, Lord, hoping this is the time you will show me favor. In your unfailing love, O God, answer my prayer with your sure salvation. Pull me out of the mud. Don't let me sink any deeper. Rescue me from those who hate me, and pull me from these deep waters. Don't let the floods overwhelm me, 
or the deep waters swallow me, or the pit of death devour me. Answer my prayers, O Lord, for your unfailing love is wonderful. Turn and take care of me, for your mercy is so plentiful. Don't hide from your servant. Answer me quickly, for I am in deep trouble. Come and rescue me. Free me from all my enemies. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 1 To learn, you must love discipline. It is stupid to hate correction.
feels perfect. Because Jesus is alive, Christ is my resurrection, my deliverer, my savior, my gift, my Lord, my love, my passion, my strength, my truth, my way, my light, my right, my fight, my conqueror, my king, master of my existence, my addiction, my peace, my honor, my respect, my life, my heart, my overwhelming emotions, my potion, my devotion, my walk, my faith, my grace, my place that I run to when I'm afraid, my freedom, my hero, my blessing, my correction, my brother, my God, my creator, my flavor, my flair, my breath of air, my journey, my attorney, my all. <sighs>